Hello everyone, uh, my name is Chris and this is the second episode of the Lingua Blog podcast. On the second episode, uh, I'll review the book by Alex Rawlings called How to Speak Any Language Fluently. Um, this is a book published by the author of the, blo of the blog called Rawlings. Alex Rawlings, he's 26 years old, he's from the UK and he speaks over 10 languages. Um, he speaks uh, as a native language English and Greek. Then he learned French, German, and Spanish, uh, Dutch, Afrikaans, Hebrew, and Catalan. And then at university, he studied uh, Russian and, Ger and German. He also later picked up Serbian and Hungarian. And he's right now working. Um, at Memrise, you know, the language learning app you might well know. Um, it's a relatively short book, you can easily read it in two to three days and this book promises to be uh, helpful for, for all learners for, of all languages and he basically describes from his uh, experience um, the different uh, ways you can learn a language, also his tips, what to do, what not to do, uh, what to consider, or look for your own language learning method, which is the main point of um, of anything. I mean, knowing your weaknesses, knowing your strengths, and what can you what you can do to fix things and. For me, this book was fantastic. Also, I had the pleasure of meeting uh, Alex before, and he's a very wonderful person to talk to. And while I was reading reading this, reading this book, I felt like, okay, this is very. It's a very casual book. Um, it's written quite simple, like quite simply, and you can easily understand it, and you can easily understand his point of of view. And also, he shares his language learning methods and, and tips and also what are the different language learning methods out there. Like, for example, self-teaching, um, learning them at school, learning them with a private instructor, learning them online, and how to combine them in order to in order for you to have a better ex lear language learning experience. I mean, I think I, I will start right away with what I liked about the book. Um, there are some things I, I managed to, to, to write down. And uh, the first thing that called my attention was dream big, Dr dream big, think small. Why this is... Uh, a very powerful sentence. Um, of course, whenever we we want to learn a language, we have this uh, ambition to be fluent, flawless, and to I don't know to to just be as confident as as you are in your native language uh, with a new one. And sometimes you have to start from the bottom, and you have to set realistic goals that you ha you can manage to do i don't know in one month or in a 
in three weeks time and and all of these small goals can get together can get along to work together for your big goal for example i don't know in my my situation i still remember the first time I, I talked to my Polish teacher and I told her, okay, so I want to be able to write in Polish fluently and, and to, to, to write faultlessly. Okay. Not only you have to learn the grammar, not, not only you have to learn this, 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 you also have to learn how to speak Polish. Wow. I was like, oh, we have to speak Polish. I mean, I was very, I was kind of scared about that because... Speaking is not one of my favorite um, activities while language learning because you're very prone to mistakes. You're very like, you, you just speak and, I don't know, you sometimes confuse things and you say, oh, crap, I, I said something wrong and I don't know how to fix it immediately. Like, I don't know, it's different when you, when you write or when you, when you read or when you understand something or when you take notes for yourself. But actually speaking with another person who probably is a native speaker, you would be that nervous. But it's okay because the book also tells you to embrace your mistakes and take that feedback you get from, from people, not personal. I mean, they're not offending you. They're most of the times they're not doing that. I mean, you, you sometimes feel so vulnerable that you're going to make a, a huge mistake or you're going to say something wrong. You're going to say something that you're, the, the other person might not like or and sometimes you get like this really rude, um, I don't know, kind of tone of voice or, I don't know, they correct you immediately and you feel some kind of vulnerable. But you know, um, most of the times they're just doing it because it's uh, it's one of those acts you you, you do immediately without thinking or uh, or you're sometimes you're simply trying to help someone out. I mean, and and not and also trying to speed it up, speed the conversation up. So um, those two things are very important. Um, I mean, those three things are very important to 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 be able to learn to learn a language uh, fluently and comfortably. Another thing that Alex mentions on his book is all methods can live along right now. There are no best methods to learn a language. For example, if, you're, if you expect that an app will teach you a language completely, no. If you expect that signing up for example, at the Goethe Institute, you will learn German effect effectively and in a matter of months? No. Because you, you need to work with things. You need, you need, for example, of course you need, for, for some people, you need the... You, you need the, the, the feedback from teachers or you, you need to be in a classroom setting you need you, you, because you need it because sometimes people are very messy and you need the structure of a, of a classroom setting or some people just learn just by drinking or whatever or going out with native speakers and cat, and picking up the language there but not all methods work for everyone and of 
and you need to complement them. I mean, you, you, for example, if you go to a very good language, language school, you need to practice outside the classroom. You need, for example, uh, uh, look for shows, look for radio programs, look for podcasts, look, look for books in your target language. Some people use books they, they have already read, some people use completely new things, some people go for cartoons, some people go for anything, but I don't know. The matter is that you have to be consistent and you have to apply your language to outside settings. I mean, not from your usual language learning settings. Um, and that's a really good point Alex makes. And also, this is a really fun one because grammar usually gets very bad reputation on the online language learning world. Personally, personally I love grammar. so. And one thing that helped me a lot to overcome, uh, overcome, for example, Polish grammar, was knowing grammar in my own language. Um, at school, I had a very picky Spanish teacher. First of all, she didn't allow us. She didn't allow us allow us to speak. To each other in Chilean Spanish. For example, we couldn't use boceo, we couldn't use our slang words. We had to, whenever she was there, we had to speak per, like very formal Spanish. Of course, I found that very, and I still find it very um, absurd. But one thing that, that that teacher had was her grammar knowledge. Of I think I don't remember exactly what she what were her classes like but we often analyzed sentences for for months like I don't know you, you got a huge sentence and you had to analyze where is the subject where is the predicate where is the the indirect complement where is the direct complement and all that and somehow that helped me that helped me when I learned English when I learn German and when I learn Polish, especially German and Polish, because those languages use declensions and cases, so they they kind of mark um, this, the the position of a word within a sentence. So, so it's very important to to have that grasp of, of grammar in your own language, in order to learn another, especially if they're very prone to cases and and declensions and there's one other thing that that Alex mentions is online practice I think without online practice I would have been very screwed learning almost any of my languages because um, Chile is a very monolingual place where you can go play in many to many places um you'll barely find an english speaker or or even an indigenous language speaker out there like very in public and you have to be, find very hard for an english speaker and even more if it's i don't know another language or one of the indigenous languages spoken here in chile and um so that's very uh, that's that makes it very hard f for a language learner
to um, to get to be in touch with other languages. So um, so online practice has helped me in so many ways to I don't know to be able to to listen to radio from abroad to be able to meet uh, native speak native speakers from another country I don't know through Facebook through through language learning apps through Twitter through through even through my blog um, to be able to have such experience or to be able to to watch a show in a local language on YouTube or Netflix or or to be able to to interact with others I don't know in my case through Instagram, um, it's a very helpful thing. It's a very a helpful thing. Of course, uh, the internet has a really bad reputation in many many things. But if we know how to use it well, it can be very beneficial for your language learning process. It can be very beneficial for yourself because you can meet new people, you can meet new friends, you can meet. Um, you can learn so much, so many new things, right from your bedroom or from your train, from your, from any place. And for me, it's it's such a relief that I have a smartphone and that I can talk to my friends in Poland while sitting on the train on the metro in Chile. I mean, how how awesome is that? So, online practice is very important. Be when you learn a language because it's it's kind of the it kind of complements all the hard work you do either on your own with a teacher with a instructor with a inside the classroom and it should be very important for for any of you so so this book gave me a really nice feeling even as an as a i would say i don't want to <laughs> to be very I went. I don't want to brag, but I consider myself an advanced language learner. So um, even for me, this book was very helpful. To I don't know to feel to say, oh, I also did that. Oh, I didn't consider this. Oh, and that, that that's a really good point, or mm, not so much. But I will consider it. I mean, I don't think I hold the ultimate truth because even even. Because I feel something's lacking. I mean, I mean, I'm not a prof a professional in languages, so um, I can leave that to to people who really know. And but this, but the book from Alex, Alex make would make any of us empathize with this with this situations and with this uh, with his stories. One thing that I would have really loved to see on Alex's book was um, a small note-taking thing. I mean, I don't know, just to write your notes, I don't know, to keep more or less like a language journal inside this book and not to, I, I, I don't know, I don't like, um, I don't like to write on things like on on my book. So I would have really appreci appreciated if the book had a small space for your for your note taking or I don't know to have some kind of feed feedback with the book I mean and you can not not just okay I just finished the book I took some notes and then they're on my on, on my notebook and that's pretty much it I'm gonna leave the book 
on my shelf. I would like, I would have really loved to have more interaction interaction with the book, so I could have leave this book on the on my on my night shelf or on my or my backpack so I could carry it anywhere and find new new things or new methods and not just I don't know I finished reading the book I want to just store it on my bookshelf or give or lend it to someone else interested on language learning and you can find this book online uh, I bought it on the book depository.com which has really good um, delivery service to to Latin America and you don't have to pay extra but you can also find it on Amazon and I think it's gonna be soon published in Russian so hopefully there are more languages that this book can be published in hopefully in Spanish because I really think we need this book this book in Spanish because there are not good uh, language learning material in my own language imagine I mean it's a big language but the the materials you get for language learning or to to know things online is it's a it's minimal I mean you can find more things in English or or in other languages in other languages even in Polish so in short I really recommend this book because it's written in a very simple language it's very friendly and also it might help anyone who wants to to learn a language or who's learning a language or who wants to remotivate themselves with learning a language this is Chris um, it's been a pleasure to to read some of the comments I've got on my past pod on my past podcast podcast episode you can write uh, any kind of comment on on iTunes on SoundCloud or on the blog or even on the Facebook page of LinguaBlog, linguablog.org and on Facebook, Facebook, facebook.com slash linguablog. See you all soon and bye bye.